you haven't met me, my name's John, the younger, and John Jr. And dad asked me if I would speak today. And he said, would you, would you speak and could you try to keep it to 15 minutes today? I can say my name in 15 minutes. Today I'm going to try and, and preach this text in 15 minutes. <laughs> he just read from Luke 2, the classic Christmas story, where you have the angels showing up to a group of, really a group of blue-collar workers. And I love that when God decided he was going to announce his presence to the world, he announced his presence to some dudes out in a field working the night shift. Those are the dudes that probably aren't able to be here today because they were up all night working. And these guys were out in the field. Was it cold? Don't know. Don't know how cold it was. Were they having a warm spell like we are now? I don't know. I say warm spell. Now we have snow on the ground, so... But they probably were not expecting on their night shift to encounter the holy, to encounter the supernatural or a PowerPoint presentation. (laughs) But the holy showed up, the angel showed up with a message, a powerful message And you know what their initial response was to the angel showing up? They were terrified. And just to be really clear, I looked it up. I thought, let me jump back into the the original languages and let's see. How terrified were they? And we're all going to know this. You're all going to be Greek scholars in just a second. They were mega terrified. The Greek word there is mega mega afraid, literally mega phobia. It was, it was serious fear when that angel showed up. These guys weren't just like, we don't know what to do. Something a little weird tonight in the field. No, it was terror, mega fear. So guess what the angel's first words to them were? We just read it. Dad read it a little bit ago. Fear not. God is coming to earth. He's coming as Emmanuel, God with us. The the God who has been God for all eternity, coming as a human, coming as one of us, coming, not even coming in as, as regal and like coming in with all the authority, or we would say born with a silver spoon in his mouth. No, he's coming to Hilliard. He's coming as one of us. He's coming as a little baby. And the message is fear not. I was asking the Lord, what do you want me to say in 15 minutes on the Sunday before Christmas? What do you want me to say? How can I encourage Destination Church? And the words that came to my mind immediately were fear not. Fear not. Guys, People all around us live in fear. And there's all kinds of reasons to be afraid. Some of them valid. Some of them completely not valid. 
I just wrote down a few. You could be, you could be living in fear of what people think. It could be fear of what goes with that fear of rejection, fear of being thought less of. You might live in fear of death, fear of lack. How are we going to pay the bills? How am I going to get from this month into next month? How are we going to make it work? You might live in a fear of speaking in front of other people. That is considered by many people to be one of the biggest fears in the United States of America. Did you know that? I don't understand how it can be, but a lot of times it gets rated higher on the list than fear of dying. Fear of speaking in front of other people, public speaking. I would personally rather do that than die. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how that works, but that's a real thing. You might live in, in, this is not a rational fear, a rational fear. This is not rational. Fear of giving the wrong Christmas gift. Is, am I the only one who's ever felt that way? Am I, I'll just, Cody and I will own that together. Fear of giving the wrong gift. Money works. Well, I know what I'm doing later today. (laughs) We can live in all kinds of fears, but this wasn't that kind of a fear for these shepherds. When the angel showed up and said, fear not, it was because they were encountering the genuinely holy. They were encountering, not, not like me standing up here, Long-haired guy who looks like he probably shouldn't be preaching, but here we are. It wasn't, it wasn't a guy like me. It was an angelic being. The glory of the Lord appears to them. It's like middle of the night, and it's bright outside because the glory of God is appearing, and that's why they're terrified. Now, it's not terrifying at all to encounter just religiousness. It might make you throw up in your mouth a little bit. It might make you kind of go, Ugh, that's kind of just religious and weird. But when you encounter God, that's different than just talking about God or talking about good, you know, what's good theology? What should we preach? How should we build a church? How should we, that's completely different than when God breaks in and the supernatural breaks into your life that can be terrifying because you can't control that. These shepherds knew we cannot control this. Whatever is happening here is above and beyond us. But God's message through the angels, the first words out of their mouth, as they are terrified, is don't be terrified. And he flips it on its head. And before I get into... What he, what he says, I want to be clear. God has a remedy to our fear. Yes. That doesn't mean we just, well, okay, then we're going to live however we want. We're going to do whatever we want. Because God said, don't, don't fear. So, okay, God's just an easy God then. No, guys, God is not an easy God. When he decides to break in on your life and speak into your life and direct your life, he may ask you to do things that are anything but easy. Talk to my parents. They would not be living in Spokane if God hadn't 
broken in on their lives and said, this is what I have for you. And they made the move in their 60s to come here uh, and plant. That's no small thing. And some of you got here the same way. And my family and I, we got here the same way too. God broke in on our lives and said, this is where I want you. God has the right to rearrange our lives. And he will use that right as he sees fit. The remedy to the fear of, of fear of man is God. It is Jesus. And here's what he says. What the angel says, but this, these are messengers. This is a messenger from God. He says, fear not, because I bring you good news of great joy. Good news of great joy. And guess what? I looked it up. Great joy. It's mega again. God takes us from mega fear and in a heartbeat. He can take you from being terrified of him, terrified of his presence, terrified of what he may do to you. Is he going to just smite me down? Brings you from great fear into great joy. This is the good news of Jesus. It's not just God is coming. Look out. It's not, you know, Santa Claus is watching you. He knows if you've been sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So, you know, watch out. It's not that kind of God showing up. It's good news. He's coming. He's turning your fear into festivity. Mega joy. This is why I said, is it okay if we have a little bit of fun as a church? Can we have fun? Can we break out of the kind of the the church mold a little bit? I think we can. I think it's actually right in line with the heart of God for God's people to be the, more full of joy than any other group of people on the planet. Because we have the best news on the planet about, I was going to say the best salvation, the only salvation on the planet is in Jesus Christ. We've got the best news. It is worth the best joy. And I just, I feel like I want to give you permission as if you need it, but just say, guys, you have permission to be a joyful people. You might be in the middle of who knows what in this Christmas season. It is a highly stressful season for people. Everyone who's afraid of all the things we talked about a little bit ago. But we are carrying the good news. The same message the angel brought to the, the angel brought to the shepherds. Good news of great joy. What, what did this mean? Jesus' birth was signaling the coming of a savior. If I had more time, we'd jump back into Genesis 3 that we, we covered as a church a few weeks ago. Talking about the promise that was coming, even at the fall of man, when mankind blew it, they sinned, they had fallen short of the glory of God, like we all have. But when the first man and the first woman blew it, they were deceived by the devil and they fell into sin. They were tricked. But even then there was promise of a savior. There was a promise that from the woman, 
from the Mary, from the Mary, from the Virgin would come the Savior. And the angels are showing up to say, this is it. This is the deal. This is what all the way back to Genesis chapter three, back from the beginning. This is the promise. When this baby is born, a savior has come. Savior of what? Savior of a sinful, rebellious planet. A sinful and rebellious people. A lost people. A blind people. A broken people. Savior has come. Saving us from what? Why is this such good news? Saving us from all of the wages that were due to us from our sin. The wages of our sin is death. That is ugly. That's awful, awful to hear. Nobody wants to hear that. The wages of sin is death. But guys, Jesus came to set us free from that. He came to redeem us, to rescue us from even the wrath of God towards sin. To where we don't have to stand in that place. We get to stand with Jesus. He came to save us from spiritual death, from eternal judgment. That's why these angels are saying, this is great news. And the the whole choir of angels begins to join, saying, glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to men of goodwill. Jesus' birth signals the coming of a savior. That is amazing news. That also signals the coming of the destroyer of the enemy. And everywhere Jesus would go in his life, he grew up. I don't have time to go through it all today. But this baby that was born came to destroy the works of the devil. Through his death, he would fulfill the bruising of the heel that was prophesied in Genesis 3. God basically speaking to the devil saying, this one who's coming, he's going to be born of a virgin. This one who's coming says, you're, you're going to bruise his heel, but he's going to bruise your head. Now that reminds me of when I was a, when I was a kid, if you got in a fight and you say, Hey, you should see the other guy. It's like saying, I punched him in the fist with my face. That's what it's like when he says, you're going to bruise his heel but he's going to bruise your head. It's like kickboxing. Boom. He thought he could take Jesus out, but no. Jesus was the one who came to destroy the works of the enemy. Every time he would open blind eyes, every time he'd open deaf ears, every time he would heal someone who was sick, every time he would speak to someone and say, your sins are forgiven. And then when he would go to the cross, Paying the price for our sin. Rising from the dead. Rising from the dead. Proving that he was who he said he was. He could do what he said he could do. This Jesus is the one the angels are saying. Fear not. I'm bringing you good news of great joy. Guess who it's for, guys? All the people. Good news of great joy for all people the people. That's the rich and the poor, the male, female, slave, free, every culture you can imagine. We used to sing a song when I was a little kid, talk about red and yellow, black and white, and precious in his sight. 
doesn't matter what our background is, what our heritage is. We are all those that God has come to rescue and to save. The single mom trying to figure out how to raise her kids, how to pay the bills. Could be a single dad in the same situation. A college student eating ramen and studying to make a better world or to just get a job. Jesus came for you. This is good news for you. I could go on and on of all the people groups, but what are we going to say? Guys, this is what we're celebrating this week. It's, it's okay. It's completely permissible to celebrate really well. Celebrate with mega joy because the one who came to destroy our mega fear has done it. And I just wanted to remind you guys this morning, we can enjoy this. We can enjoy what Jesus has won for us. Let's just, we're, what we're going we're gonna to pray and then we're going to sing and then we got some snacks back there and coffee and we got to finish them up, drink it up, eat it up. Father, thank you so much that you sent Jesus to be the savior of the world. When those angels proclaimed good news of great joy, those shepherds heard it and they went and they saw the sign, the baby lying in a manger. Thank you, Lord. Your word is true. You are so true to your word. When you promised to send a savior, you did exactly that. I'm so grateful. We are so grateful. Lord, I just want to pray a blessing on your people today. Lord, on this week, whoever we get to celebrate with, Lord, we know we are carrying the message of good news. We're carrying the message of great joy. Lord, infuse our hearts with this, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.